The views expressed on the Big Gay Radio Show may not necessarily be the views of the Nathan B. Stubblefield Foundation or those of the staff or management of WMNF. Listener discretion is advised. It's time to celebrate love, life, and all things LGBTQIA+. It's the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF. Now live from the WMNF studios in Tampa, it's the Big Gay Radio Show. WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Gorman. I am your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show. Before we continue, I just want to be the first to wish 88.5 WMNF Tampa a happy 44th birthday. On September 14th, 1979, WMNF started this little dream of community radio, and we are here to continue doing so. As I said, my name is Chris Gorman with the Big Gay Radio Show. I am joined by my beautiful gaggle of gays, Miss Esme Russell, Brian Hinkson, and a very special guest, Lilith Black. Welcome, welcome. Hi. And how, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you doing tonight? So you are a very... <laughs> you having issues there, Esme? <laughs> it's just funny seeing her from across the room, like, knock her headphones. Yeah. It's like she's knocking on her head. Like, I'm just going to give up for the rest of the evening. Uh, no. Uh, once we get rid of this segment, once we're past this segment, I'm going to uh, address the problem. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> Anyways, it wasn't that I missed your name or anything, no, did No, 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 it was just, uh, <laughs> no, I'm having technical difficulties over oh, here. Girl, yeah. just adjust yourself. Yes, I will. <laughs> so, Lilith, you are an extremely special entertainer in that you oh. are non-binary. You are very... I'd say one of the very few entertainers that I would say around this area that is a non-binary non-binary entertainer. Would you say that? Um, there are a lot of non-binary individuals that do drag, but I would say that my drag presence being as non-binary as my out-of-drag presence isn't something that we get to see a lot. So, yeah, um, I didn't quite realize how rare of a thing it was until people started mentioning it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because there's a lot of drag queens that either are fully trans, like the, the queen of radio over here, Miss Esme, um, and then there's other drag queens that have both the male side of their life and as well the female side. Um, so that's why I'm, I'm glad to be able to bring somebody on who identifies something outside of the spectrum. Um, so for somebody who doesn't necessarily know what non-binary is, can you kind of give an explanation in like the, the simplest way possible? Absolutely. Um, it's kind of an umbrella term. So there are the typical gender identities that I think everyone's pretty familiar with being male, male and female, female yeah. the binary that is referred to in the term non-binary. So anyone who doesn't quite fit 
in one of those spaces would be considered non-binary. You could be both, neither, or somewhere in between. Interesting. So uh, where would you say you fall in terms of, of that? Would you say you're both? Would you say you're neither? I'm very much both. I love everything that is masculine and feminine, and I don't feel like the presence of either necessarily retracts from the other. So I like to have a nice balance of both. Awesome. Um, so, and I apologize if this is a little bit personal. In terms of sexual attraction, where would you sort of find yourself? Would you say consider yourself gay? Would you consider yourself pan, bisexual? Where would you fall along those lines? Oh, we're here to get personal. Don't worry. Um, I have a very unique set of identities because I kind of fall in the the queer section. Mm-hmm. So I identify as queer. Um, non-binary would be my gender presentation. Um, I am, we're going to get really personal, I'm hormonally intersex, so I naturally produce a lot of uh, testosterone, but more estrogen than a typical, like, AMAD person would, which was kind of an early, like, signifier that I was very different than what most people are. And then um, sexually, I'm asexual. So... Again, that's a very underrepresented group, um, but asexual is just anybody who experiences sexuality in an atypical way. So someone who may just not feel sexual attraction to another person at all, or someone who may enjoy, like, I, the term that I use is gray sexual because I very much enjoy uh, sexual activity with all genders, um, but it's not something that is innate to me. It's not something that I, I am sitting at home alone thinking about. I like the way that David Bowie uh, explained it. Uh, I feel trisexual. Ask me what a trisexual is. What's a trisexual? I'll try anything once. Very much that, yeah. <laughs> but, and then, yeah I, but David Bowie leaned to heterosexuality. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I was just, I was just taking very, a quote out of yeah, context. Yeah, Absolutely, he, he yes. He did in his early part of his career experiment with gender norms by getting in drag and making an album as Ziggy Stardust mm-hmm. and playing with those gender norms that, you know, people don't think, you know, should a man dress like a woman, especially at that time. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, he's in drag, but he did it. With a man's voice. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even trying to be a girl. He was just androgynous. Mm-hmm. You know, that Ziggy Stardust yeah. character was very androgynous. Absolutely. So, but he he liked women. I'm so glad you He liked that men up. too, though. Mm-hmm. But he did ultimately, when it was time to settle down, he married a woman, had a child with her. They raised her. Till the day he died, that was the woman he was with. That's amazing. I'm so glad already David Bowie has been brought up. We were actually just talking about Celine Dion has this fantastic song called Ziggy that is about her love for David Bowie, yeah. and it's in French. It's beautiful. Um, but he has always been... Uh, I, I find actually a good way to describe my gender would be David Bowie and... Um, oh, my God, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Lead singer, Eurythmics... Oh, Annie Lennox. Annie Lennox, thank you. They're kind of like two sides of the same coin. Like, David Bowie is a beautiful feminine man, and Annie Lennox is a very striking, beautiful, somewhat masculine woman. And I find that that's kind of where I lean. My masculinity comes from 
like women like that inspire me but my mm. femininity comes from men that inspire me i, I, I yeah. find it interesting that celine did that song I, i've never heard it but because you know the french are very relaxed mm. with gender norms like if yeah, you are used to this like they have all the bathrooms are gender neutral when you go to france there's no such thing as a girl's bathroom yeah so mm. it's like when you, you, did you did you know that no i didn't know yeah, that. So the bathrooms are all, i was like what ladies bathroom there is no ladies bathroom <laughs> everybody just uses the same bathroom yeah Louis the so, 14th's brother yeah. would uh, come to royal court in drag back in versailles it's just this thing that in france has been a recognized yeah drag has yeah. always been historically mm -hmm. always here especially the very effeminate male persona going out and, and sort of having that non-binary feel um let's continue this conversation after the next music break um this next song i dedicated to this 21 year old virgin who i think is the first virgin that i have met probably since i was in high school so shout out to him this is like a virgin by madonna right here on 88.5 wmnf tampa the big gay radio show
You're listening to the only LGBTQ radio show in Tampa Bay, The Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF.
I'm Christopher Gorman, and this is your LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In California, California may soon lift a ban on state-funded travel to states with anti-LGBTQ plus laws and instead focus on an advertising campaign to bring anti-discrimination messages to red states. California started banning official travel to states with laws it deemed discriminatory against LGBTQ plus individuals in 2017, starting with Kansas, Mississippi, North Carolina, and Tennessee. Since then, the list has grown to include a total of 26 states, most of them Republican-led, following a surge of anti-LGBTQ plus legislation these past few years. The prohibition has prevented elected officials, state workers, and university scholars from traveling to more than half of the country using the state's money. This has posed a significant challenge to sports teams at public colleges and universities, which have had to find alternative funding sources to pay for their road games in states like Arizona and Utah. It has also complicated some of the state's other policy goals, like using state money to pay for people who live in other states to travel to California for abortions. In tech news, Lyft says it's ramping up its efforts to provide women and non-binary users worry-free rides, whether they're the rider or the driver. The ride-hailing company said Tuesday that it will roll out a new feature called Women Plus Connect that will give women and non-binary riders the ability to match with more women and non-binary drivers. The CEO of Lyft said in a press release that this feature gives women and non-binary individuals the opportunity to earn more money on their terms. In the press release, it says that by giving women and non-binary drivers the option to be more selective when it comes to who they're matched with, the company is creating an environment that allows women and non-binary drivers to feel more confident. Lyft said the feature will exclusively roll out for early access in Chicago, Phoenix, San Diego, San Francisco, and San Jose. The company will soon add the Women Plus Connect feature in more cities. In Florida, a new Florida law restricting health care for transgender individuals can still be applied to adults while it's being challenged in court, a federal judge ruled to September 11th. Judge Robert Henkel, who previously blocked the law's enforcement on behalf of minors, ruled that adults seeking to expand his injunction haven't proven they would be harmed until the case is resolved. The law signed by Republican Governor Ron DeSantis in May bans any transgender treatment for minors and requires transgender adults to give consent for treatment in person and with a physician present. Florida is one of 22 states to adopt a law in the last few years banning gender-affirming care for children, but unlike others, the one signed by DeSantis also has provisions aimed at care for transgender adults. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Saturday the 16th, it's time for Tea and Trivia with Found Family Collective from 4 to 7 in Tampa. The Trivia Master Andy has general knowledge questions ranging from history, pop culture, music, and even some Tampa lore. Get more info by visiting the Found Family Collective's Facebook page. At Metro this week, tonight at 6 p.m. is Youth Nights in St. Pete. Then on the 19th is 50s or Better Men's Meetup at the Metro St. Pete. And then on the 20th, both the transmasculine and the transfeminine support groups meet via Zoom at 7. Get all the details by visiting MetroTampaBay.org. The Tampa International Gay and Lesbian Film Festival's 34th anniversary is almost here. The Tampa edition will take place October 5th through the 8th. The film selections, dates, and times are in the program coming soon. Get all the info by visiting them at TIGLFF.com. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More info at TampaBayGay.com.
WMNF and Living Mirror Playback Theater will host a monthly community talkback and improv show live here in the WMNF studios, 7 p.m. on the fourth Friday of every month. The event will be based on our monthly mission calendar, covering topics such as economic justice, environmental issues, and more. We invite community activists and interested listeners to come and share their thoughts and experiences. Then Living Mirror will play back those stories using improv techniques. It'll be a compelling evening of community sharing and improv theater, but space in our studio is limited. So go online to wmf.org backslash events to reserve your seat. Support for WMNF comes from listeners like you and TampaBayGay.com. This LGBTQ plus website features a local events calendar, business directory, entertainment news, community resources, and more. It's all at TampaBayGay.com. What happens when you mix two gay guys and a trans woman? Obviously, you get the best gay radio show in Tampa Bay. This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF.
is Latrice Royale from RuPaul's Drag Race, and you're listening to the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF. <laughs> WMNF Tampa. Good morning. 
My name is Chris Gorman. I am your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show, joined by a gaggle of gays, Miss Esme Russell and Brian Hinkson. Good morning. How are you guys doing today? I'm okay. Are yeah. you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. How, hey. How's the how's the drag doing? How's the, the drag kids? Uh, everything's good. I don't know if I think I got this plugged in. Mm, just Hold on. jab it in the hole there, babe. Anyways, we are also joined by uh, a very talented Lilith Black. Hello. Welcome, welcome to the show. Glad to be here. We're glad to have you. Mama Esme. Yes. Last week, you told us about somebody who essentially Spider-Man themselves out of prison. Yep. Can you give us an update? Did they catch the guy? Yep, they sure did. They caught him... Um they caught him this morning, actually. How did they catch him? Danilo Calavacante. Oh. Cavacante. <laughs> what a name. Danilo Calavacante. So his mother is here, and so is his Could sister. Could have been a porn star. I, I guess they brought him from uh, wherever his family is from. But after escaping from a county jail last month, they finally got him. Hundreds of law enforcement officers for nearly two weeks. Uh, combed the cornfields and forests of Chester County, Pennsylvania, with hundreds of law enforcement officers and drones and dogs combing the ground and the skies. A little after 8 a.m. on Wednesday in a densely wooded area of South Coventry Township, a team of found uh, officers quietly surrounded Danello, 34, who had broken out of Chester County a prison where he was being held, uh, convicted of murder. But keep in mind, this is his second murder. Yeah. He had murdered another girl where he lived. Yeah, he uh, murdered his girl because uh, um, she found out about... The uh, other girl. No, he found. She found out about the murder. Yeah, that he that had was. Yeah, she. He yeah. had killed somebody. Um, I think it was either in Brazil or something. Yeah, I think it was Brazil. It's in Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, my. What my what blows my mind about that entire story um, is that is is the thought process of some of the, the people, um, the townsfolk specifically, who says, "Hey, there's a dangerous, murderous criminal. Let's leave my gun in the open garage that yeah. they can break into." And not just a gun; it was a gun with a, a parrot, like you. A periscope, is that what it is? No. A, a mm -hmm. scope and a, a flashlight scope, a scope, attachment yeah. on it. Yeah, so he so, could use it to, you know, he could shoot from distances. And like that, a, that's... Like a sniper. Yeah. yeah. Like a sniper gun, yeah. And it's, it's a good thing that they approached him in a very cautious way because it could have ended very, very south very quickly, but... So once they knew that he was armed, it really uh, amped up them finding him. Oh, yeah. Because no, now yeah, he definitely. could... Now he could hide in bushes from a distance... Watch you approach your vehicle, um, shoot you, drag your body into the bushes or a ditch, jump in your car and drive away. Thank you See, for that information. Yeah, that well, makes that, me feel very safe. Well, yeah, wow. that's that's how the officer described it. Oh, my gosh. So it's like we got to find him now. So they found him first. Um with a drone overhead at night, they because they the drones now the night these drones they can they can tell the difference now between a human body and an animal, so they could tell that it was a human man hiding. It's the shape, yeah. 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 
So the heat signature. So they knew that where exactly where he was at, but then a storm came through, uh, and it knocked the drone, the visual off on the drone because once the water started hitting the area where it was at, it cooled his body down. So the heat signature was gone. So this has got complicated, but they knew more or less where he was at. So it was very close to sunrise. So what they did is they surrounded that area. They tightened it with, you know, officers armed, obviously. And then when the sun came, was up enough, like around 8, 830, they released the dogs. Mm-hmm. And those dogs went straight to him. Dang. They found yeah, him. like The bloodhounds were definitely they after They found them. him like in... I saw Dog the Bounty Hunter, uh, who um, no. I don't support that man. One, so, one second. Yeah. However, I saw him uh, being on Fox News, um, being like, why ain't they releasing the dogs yet? And it's just, well, it, that was had, just the funniest thing been. to me. Yeah, like you, you don't, You're so out of well, touch from yeah. what was happening. It, it's also got to be calculated, too. They got to yes. release the dogs at a certain time. Like when he, maybe when he's unarmed or maybe when he doesn't know it. Yeah. But... Yeah, the dogs have to get the scent once the I mean, scent the dogs goes, yes. also, you know, are living, breathing creatures, too. Dogs can get shot and killed. Like, yeah. you know, that, yeah. I don't think that K, the, K, the, the, the um, yeah, they found handlers would want that. No, no, the dogs are like family to those officers. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. But I'm so glad that they did catch him because that whole community. And they catch, they caught him safely. Yeah, they yeah. did. They, they handled it very, yeah. very professionally, which ready, is how they should was, handle everybody. He was ready for a shootout, but the way those dogs nabbed him, he wasn't going to be able to shoot. No. Yeah, ACAB, but, but not the dogs. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we love the puppies. We're actually uh, gonna have. Speaking of puppies, sorry to cut you off, Brian. Uh, a little promo for next week. We're gonna have a uh, puppy come on uh, of a, the fetish variety, not an actual dog. Um, come on to talk about uh, the pup community next week. So, as may don't roll your eyes, I'll throw something at you. Girl, I just. I remember. It might be. I remember being at the. Um, what 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 uh, was it? can't remember the hotel that I was at, but it was, it was like a gay hotel and they were, um, I was having breakfast with all the drag queens. We had done a huge show that night. And so all these people dressed in puppy outfits and they put dog bowls on the ground and they were drinking out of the dog bowl. And I'm thinking, oh, no, I could never do that. This sounds like Flamingo. Yeah, that does sound like Flamingo. It was before Flamingo. So Suncoast? Yeah, I think it was Suncoast. But I was so, I can't remember, but I was so freaked out. I was like, oh, I don't think I could do that. I, I, could, think I, understand, that, I could understand the fetish and all that. We're mm-hmm. going to talk more about but it. The public um, stuff, I don't think. I, I definitely could. think that there is there should be a strict line between what is public and what is private. Um, now, keep but in mind, I think they, we are going to have to talk about that next week, though. But Stay, they tuned. Were, yeah, Stay but they, tuned. But they were in a safe space. I yes. will say that. So, so, that, so that's no the ju- most important thing. Correct. So there is no judgment because that's what those hotels and those venues are for, is for people... To go there and be themselves and be safe. Yes, Do you and, know what I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we need that. Absolutely. We need that. Even if, because I remember as a as a young drag queen, you know, things weren't as evolved as they are now, and I needed the bars. 
That's why it made my heart flutter when I saw um, Mr. D's, the leather bar that just opened up yes. over at Le- uh, in Ebor. Um, I was excited to see that. Yeah. Uh, same with Johnson's. Um, yes. I was really excited to see yeah, them. Those are safe spaces for Some men. And- very safe spaces for men. And the same with cocktails. Cocktails is another safe space. So it's really good that we have a bunch of different places that we can actually call our home. Yeah, and, and even mm-hmm. those of us in the community that don't understand we should withhold judgment because we want everybody to have a place to go where they can be themselves and not be afraid of I mean, being judged. You wouldn't want somebody judging you and no. making giving dirty looks to you for doing something that you no, that they think is weird. Like if you scratch your nose in the weird way and you don't you don't want somebody to be like, oh, he's picking his nose. What a gross. He's boogers. Gross. He's eating it. And then, you know, it's 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 one of those things where you know judge. Not or uh, do not judge others for you do not want to be judged. That's correct. I think, yeah, I it think was, it's yeah. I think it's something with even when more than one person does it. You know, the whole pup community is a community. Yeah. So yeah. it's very odd to me, but mm-hmm. that isn't you know. Some people think me, me being living as a woman is odd. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So I have to look at it from that point of view. True. So mm-hmm. yeah, it is. Yeah. So when you look at it from that point of view, you're like, okay, well. They have their thing. I got my thing. Let's let's just do our thing and let's go on. I do want you to know? give a couple shout outs as well, since I'm speaking about future things. Mm-hmm. Um, WMNF is doing our fun drive in exactly two weeks. Um, we this is when we come on. Uh, actually, that's not next week. I just checked my calendar. That's in two weeks. Uh, the pup conversation. Oh, okay. uh, oh. Next week, I'm gonna have a dual. Uh, drag queen conversation with Brianna Summers and Angelique. Okay. They both asked to come on um, and, and they have some important news to talk about. But I really want to talk about the pup community um, a lot more. And I'm really excited about that. Um, but in three weeks, it is the fun drive on the 5th. I forgot what mo- what day we're in. Um, and this is when you can donate to WMNF. We will have people on staff ready to take your calls. And you can support us and the Big Gay Radio Show. And WMNF, it, it would be the perfect birthday gift for WMNF to, to send a little bit of extra money their way. Um, if you can't support through the fun drive, if, you know, at that time money's a little bit tight, we understand. Um we have WMNF's Big Gay Bingo at Quench Lounge over in Largo and WMNF's Big Gay, Big Gay Bingo at Zippers over in Gulfport. So we've got Big Gay Bingos happening all over Pinellas County. I'm also working to try and get some in other parts of the state of Florida. So stay tuned for future events. But on October 24th at 830 at Quench Lounge is going to be Bingo supporting WMNF. It is a $10 donation, suggested donation to WMNF for 10 tickets. And the same with the Bingo on November 22nd at 730 at Zip. Both is going to be hosted by the gorgeous Alexis de la Mer. She's a great friend of the show. She's been very supportive, and we really appreciate her helping out with these uh, these bingos. Let's go into a little bit of a music break. I want to go into some Smashing Pumpkins. So this is Disarmed by the Smashing Pumpkins right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show.
Tampa Bay. This is Christopher Gorman, your show twink with the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here's your good LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In California, California Governor Gavin Newsom is set to sign a law that would forbid schools from banning LGBTQ plus inclusive books. The law also requires schools to have trained staff to help LGBTQIA plus kids and reiterates protections against forcibly outing LGBTQ plus students to possibly unsupportive parents. Any school that violates the law could lose state funding. In Kentucky, a federal jury has awarded a large sum of money to a Kentucky couple who sued former county clerk Kim Davis over her refusal to issue marriage license to same-sex couples. Davis, the former Rowan County clerk, drew international attention when she was briefly jailed in 2015 over her refusal, which she based on her belief that marriage should be only between a man and a woman. A jury in Ashland Kentucky awarded David Ermold and David Moore each compensation after deliberating on Wednesday, according to lawyers for Davis. The United States Supreme Court declined to hear an appeal from Davis's lawyer in the case in 2020. In Tampa, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer Carl Nassib, the NFL's first openly gay player to play in a regular season game, announced his retirement on August 6th. Nassib came out in 2021 while with the Las Vegas Raiders. He spent last season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The 30-year-old Nassib, a third-round pick by the Browns in 2016, had 25 and a half sacks in seven seasons with Cleveland, Las Vegas, and two stints in Tampa Bay. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your good LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi, everyone. This is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Saturday the 16th, it's time for Tea and Trivia with Found Family Collective from 4 to 7 in Tampa. The Trivia Master Andy has general knowledge questions ranging from history, pop culture, music, and even some Tampa lore. Get more info by visiting the Found Family Collective's Facebook page. At Metro this week, tonight at 6 p.m. is Youth Nights in St. Pete. Then on the 19th is 50s or Better Men's Meetup at the Metro St. Pete. And then on the 20th, both the Trans Masculine and the Trans Feminine Support Groups meet via Zoom at 7. Get all the details by visiting MetroTampaBay.org. The Tampa International Gay and Lesbian Film Festival's 34th anniversary is almost here. The Tampa edition will take place October 5th through the 8th. The film selections, dates, and times are in the program coming soon. Get all the info by visiting them at TIGLFF.com. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More info at TampaBayGay.com. Let's talk about that garage. It could be so much more, but that old car you don't use, it's just sitting there taking up space. Make room by donating your vehicle to us. We'll have it picked up at no cost to you and proceeds support WMNF. Learn more at WMNFcar.org. Get social with us. Like us on Facebook. Just search for The Big Gay Radio Show.
top of the morning. We are WMNF Tampa. Listen on air at 88.5 FM, online at WMNF.org, and on the free WMNF app. Now here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. to the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5. Join the conversation by calling 813-239-9663. Now, here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show, live from WMNF Tampa.
88.5 WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. I hope everybody's having a fantastic day. My name is Chris Gorman. I am your show twink. That was Money, Money, Money by ABBA right here on the Big Gay Radio Show. If you want to send us some money, 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 make sure you send it. click the tip jar. Send us some. Use show code JRS. We need the help. We need the support. Any dollar helps. I am joined by my beautiful gays, Miss Esme Russell and Brian Hinkson. Hello, hello. Hey. I'm surprised you didn't catch that I didn't say Mr. Brian Hinkson, so I technically called you Miss Brian Hinkson there, because yeah, I said Miss Esme Russell. He's kind of like a miss, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm... Miss, miss. I'm Brian. And I, can, uh, yeah, and, I can, I'm and I could also be a mister. It's possible. You're flying, Brian. There are days I feel kind of mister. I could feel, always, kind, of, I feel is, kind of mister sister. She always <laughs> called me flying Brian down there. I do call you flying yeah. Brian. You're like... Mm-hmm. 
Medea. I feel like a Mr. Sister sometimes. Hello. I'm okay with that. I really am. I love you, Asma. I love you too. I'm not hung up on it. I'm telling you guys, I'm real chill about being trans. It's not that. Uh, it's not that complicated. Everybody else makes it com. I've told you a million times. Everybody else makes it complicated. It's not that complicated to me. It is wild. I, I dress like a boy. I was born a boy. I live as a girl. I'm not really a girl, but I live as one, and I feel like one, and that's my story. And you got boobs like them. And I got boobs like a girl. <laughs> and, yeah. and, I feel, and I feel very feminine, and I want you to treat me like a girl. Yes. But I am totally understand that I'm not. Great. So I'm going to pay you sense? 80 cents less than so, the rest of us here. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, not even, it's not even like, it's just so easy to understand in my brain that. Yeah. I told you about my doctor experience last week, right? Yeah. When I went to the doctor. Yes, you did. You did. We are actually joined by another entertainer other than you Esme Russell. <laughs> I did because you cut off my introduction. Oh, you did? I did? Yeah, because I was introducing a beautiful, special, amazing soul who's one of the kindest individuals that I have the pleasure of having on this show. It's Lilith Black. Hi. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. It's wild that you uh, brought up Tyler Perry because it's weird to think that he's probably the most popular drag queen in the world. Either that or um, Robin Williams. Yeah. Like one of those two. He's definitely more... He's more mainstream... I would yeah. think that she, he's more he, mainstream than RuPaul. He's like on the level of RuPaul, but he's in a different... He, his audience is a different audience. It's a different category of drag, though. Yeah. And, and like, we talked about this earlier, Asme, in a different show, that there is different categories of yeah. drag. There is the uh, the Robin Williams... Uh, um, Gosh, I can't. Mrs. Doubtfire style drag. Yeah. The uh, Mama Ashley Rose style drag. The Hazel Embers Genevieve drag. The yeah. um, Esme Russell drag. The Adriana Snatch, The uh, Adriana Sparkle. Everybody has yeah. their own individual unique form of drag, and everybody has their own unique opinion over their own drag. That's true. So we're all looking at it through our lens. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. welcome, Lilith. Thank you, Mr. Brian. Yes, I'm throwing <laughs> you a topic. What's 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 the oh, thing? Yeah. No, I. Uh, so, my it's a curveball. No, my boyfriend started something um, in, in the house, and he. Um, what he likes to do is he likes to experiment with scents around the house. So he'll he'll buy the Glade stuff, and he'll he had mangoes one day, he had potpourri the other. Um, it's September, so a few guesses on what he has this month: pumpkin spice, bingo. <laughs> I cannot go in the house without smelling cinnamon, nutmeg, pumpkin. It's driving me up the wall. It's a very nice smell, though. It is, but when it gets too strong, though. And it's overpowering. I yeah. I get it. So here's the thing. He, so what's your question? What's your he, issue? He this is more of a help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Are you just sending like an SOS? Like I'm having asthma bit. over here. It's it's an yeah. yeah, but it's not really asthma. It's so it's it's more of the lines of. So my boyfriend loves coffee. He hates pumpkin spice, mm. but he loves the smell of it. Mm. So. Um, 
So yeah, in the house, it's it's flooded with it. He's like, since it's September, let's just make the whole pumpkin spice. The thing is, it smells like cookies, and I love food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is not that the smell is overbearing. I, I do genuinely like it. It's just when I go in the house, I'm hungry. I'm ah. hungry when I'm not even hungry. It's like I, I want a cookie. I want <laughs> I want some pumpkin pie. I, I want something to eat. So it's like uh, sometimes Go I get just a pumpkin like, pie. Treat yourself. So like me being at the station, I'm like, okay, I get a break from this. But until I go back home again, <laughs> go to sleep, and I'm gonna be dreaming about like pumpkin spice and just wanting cookies <laughs> and uh it's yeah, it's crazy. I have such a sweet tooth too. Is that's the difference between me and him too? Is he? I have more of a sweet tooth than he does. I eat more can. I'm eating candy right now, so you could tell I've got a sweet tooth. But oh my god, it's just the, the house is just the smell is just filled with like cookie scents. And, I am no. really excited for the Christmas season. I know Halloween is before that, but I'm excited for the Christmas season because I love going to the stores. And smelling the the cinnamon brooms and all the different like scents, the pine cones and everything. But you are exactly right. It makes me want cookies. It makes me want like sweets. So you're 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 not wrong. I sympathize. Um, I don't know. Maybe crack a fart or something uh, along those lines. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, we have two dogs in the house too. Is that that smells not even like overbearing? But it, it even still, like yeah, like you said, I like the smell, but I'm just like, I don't want to go home hungry. Because <laughs> if I go home hungry, I'm going to be like, God, well, you I'm got suffering. an hour and a half, an hour and forty five minutes before you have to go home hungry. I know, but mm. I, I mean, hopefully the Twizzlers will will do. So. Yeah, I'm eating Twizzlers right now. <laughs> I will not at the moment, but like, yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, um, yeah, I. Kind of want to switch topics to no, a yeah, different okay. thing. Um, and I don't think I would be able to do this individual justice because I wasn't necessarily too familiar with this person. Um, so, Esme, um, somebody that we did, I, I think you knew probably more, you, you definitely knew her, him more than I did. Yeah, Stephen, he passed away this. Oh, my, hold on. <laughs> it went out. There we go. Hold. My mic is, um, I always get the bad connections. Mm. I have the worst luck. There you go. Uh, St- uh, Stephen passed away, our, one of our community friends, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It was very sad. He was a dancer and he was a local favorite and he was a town bad boy. <laughs> I always called him the town bad boy because he always was, you know, he had that kind of bad boy attitude. Yeah. And he passed away. He was very young. He was in his 30s. Mm-hmm. I so, know. I know condolences with him. to the family. Yeah, my uh, story with him is, uh, you know, I I met him back when I was bartender at Flamingo, which was uh, thinking about it so for ten years ago. But um, yeah, if he was thirty now, he must have been a youngin back then. But um, yeah, I know I do remember him as as a dancer. He was. Um, he was a nice guy. Um, I didn't have terribly too much interaction with him, but um, when he was around, he, um, you know, he made his presence known. It was uh, quite something. And even though, you know, he may not have been someone I knew personally, it still is like someone from our community is. When someone young away. dies and that's young in their 30s, mm-hmm. it's just always sort of like, oh, my God. Yeah. 
Well, it's just a reminder, um, two things, that tomorrow is never promised and that we need to live everything, well, technically three things. We need to live every day like it is our last. And as well as if you are experiencing any sort of mental health issues or any sort of issues along those lines, please, please, please go get help. There is help out there. It doesn't matter whether or not it's domestic violence or a financial situation. If you're losing your house, there is help out there. You know, just reach out and and try and get it. You know, I, that's all I can really say. You know, we're we, we're on the air. Like check it's on, not, and check on your check friends. on your that's friends. I always say check on your friends, like especially I, your strong friends. Was, you know, check, yeah. You I know. appreciate you, India. She yeah. said uh, showed me the nine eight eight number. Um, yeah. Thank the Lord that uh, the government has gotten their head out of their butt and pushed for a very simple number for people to contact and get help. So if you do experience a situation where you need to get help, 988 is your is where you need to go to so that you can get your help. Um, and uh, my condolences to Stephen, and um, I really hope and that... And to his family. And, and to, to his family and, and to everybody. his mother. You know, the mother's always... Oh. And the fiancé, yeah. I think, I, I think so, everything, yeah. everybody involved, even if it was a situation where there was a, a precursor to this, even the people involved in the precursor probably never would experience, would have wanted to experience this. It is a, it's way too far of a tragic loss. Yeah. That's the biggest, as someone who uh, even still experiences similar mental health struggles, the thing that stood out to me the most was I heard from almost everybody something along the lines of, I just saw him and everything seemed fine. And what I want everyone to take from this is to be open when people are having issues because a lot of the community is based around getting together to celebrate and getting together to have a good time. And sometimes people who are going through things aren't the most fun to be around. But just because someone's not fun to be around doesn't mean that they don't need your love and attention. So especially if someone is distancing themselves from the community or maybe not as involved as they used to be, check in with them to make sure that they're doing all right because it will not be visible, but we all carry silent battles. Something that I I saw on Facebook that really stuck with me is that as you get older, you realize that a lot of people, especially the ones that you sort of lose contact with, are just people who are dealing with their own personal struggles, their own life. And I really, I try my best to, to reach out to as many people as I possibly can, but I get like 150 to 200 messages like in my DMs a day. So it's like, it gets to the point where that's just overwhelming and I don't want to like overwhelm myself because I, I don't get paid for for any of the social media that I do. I don't get paid for the radio show. I don't get paid at all. So, you know, it, it's important that, you know, we separate ourselves. And, and, and the same for um, if you are experiencing this on your own, you need to separate yourselves in a, a, in a proper way, not completely isolate yourself, but separate yourself with and surround yourself with positive influences. Yeah, it has to have a balance. I was just talking to a friend about this, where when you're in that 
state if that's something that you experience rest self-love like you can't force yourself out of it you can't make yourself get up and be around people the only thing that you can do is pour effort and love and Mm -hmm. more than anything food cleanliness whatever you can afford to do to yourself food is the most important get yourself yeah physically and mentally back to a place no matter how long it takes even if it feels like you're sleeping the days away your body and your mind are not going to recover if you do not give it time to absolutely and it is it's extremely Mm -hmm. important and um I want to highlight the food aspect because not a lot of people realize that some of the small, uh, I guess, like dietary quote unquote habits that these people do, that these people post like, oh, fast for 72 hours and don't eat and and, or uh, binge or purge or, or something along those lines. And it's a very, very sad and terrible experience that everybody is is sort of dealing with their own version of their own sadness i guess is is the best way that i can phrase that and uh, i really hope that if anybody is dealing with uh, some personal issues that if you don't have somebody out there please make sure you have uh, you reach out to 988 or um, you know, if, even if you want to, you know, give me a call, 813-239-9663. I'll answer your call. I'll talk with you. We'll hang out for a little bit. You know, sometimes I got to go talk on the radio, but I I'll, I always like listening to, to the stories that you guys get to tell me and get to correct me when I'm wrong and say that there's sniper rifles on the air and stuff like that. So um, <laughs> anyways, let's let's go on to a little music break. Uh, this is The Same Mistake by Cher right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show.
I'm Christopher Gorman, and this is your LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In California, California may soon lift a ban on state-funded travel to states with anti-LGBTQ plus laws and instead focus on an advertising campaign to bring anti-discrimination messages to red states. California started banning official travel to states with laws it deemed discriminatory against LGBTQ plus individuals in 2017, starting with Kansas, Mississippi, North Carolina, in Tennessee. Since then, the list has grown to include a total of 26 states, most of them Republican-led, following a surge of anti-LGBTQ plus legislation these past few years. The prohibition has prevented elected officials, state workers, and university scholars from traveling to more than half of the country using the state's money. This has posed a significant challenge to sports teams at public colleges and universities, which have had to find alternative funding sources to pay for their road games in states like Arizona in Utah. It has also complicated some of the state's other policy goals like using state money to pay for people who live in other states to travel to California for abortions. In tech news, Lyft says it's ramping up its efforts to provide women and non-binary users worry-free rides, whether they're the rider or the driver. The ride-hailing company said Tuesday that it will roll out a new feature called Women Plus Connect that will give women and non-binary riders the ability to match with more women and non-binary drivers. The CEO of Lyft said in a press release that this feature gives women and non-binary individuals the opportunity to earn more money on their terms. In the press release, it says that by giving women and non 
non-binary drivers the option to be more selective when it comes to who they're matched with. The company is creating an environment that allows women and non-binary drivers to feel more confident. Lyft said the feature will exclusively roll out for early access in Chicago, Phoenix, San Diego, San Francisco, and San Jose. The company will soon add the Women Plus Connect feature in more cities. In Florida, a new Florida law restricting health care for transgender individuals can still be applied to adults while it's being challenged in court, a federal judge ruled September 11th. Judge Robert Hankel, who previously blocked the law's enforcement on behalf of minors, ruled that adults seeking to expand his injunction haven't proven they would be harmed until the case is resolved. The law signed by Republican Governor Ron DeSantis in May bans any transgender treatment for minors and requires transgender adults to give consent for treatment in person and with a physician present. Florida is one of 22 states to adopt a law in the last few years banning gender-affirming care for children. But unlike others, the one signed by DeSantis also has provisions aimed at care for transgender adults. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Saturday the 16th, it's time for Tea and Trivia with Found Family Collective from 4 to 7 in Tampa. The Trivia Master, Andy, has general knowledge questions ranging from history, pop culture, music, and even some Tampa lore. Get more info by visiting the Found Family Collective's Facebook page. At Metro this week, tonight at 6 p.m. is Youth Nights in St. Pete. Then on the 19th is 50s or Better Men's Meetup at the Metro St. Pete. And then on the 20th, both the transmasculine and the transfeminine support groups meet via Zoom at 7. Get all the details by visiting metrotampabay.org. The Tampa International Gay and Lesbian Film Festival's 34th anniversary is almost here. The Tampa edition will take place October 5th through the 8th. The film selections, dates, and times are in the program coming soon. Get all the info by visiting them at tiglff.com. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More info at tampabaygay.com. Florida native Tom Petty would be turning 73 this year, so WMNF will be celebrating his birthday with a full night of his music. In honor of our home state hero, WMNF presents the fourth annual Tom Petty tribute show at Skipper Smokehouse. You'll hear over 40 songs from 26 albums in five hours, a non-stop music event that you don't want to miss as a dozen bands play Tom Petty songs, each in their own style. Look for songs from Petty's entire career, including The Heartbreakers, Mud Crunch, Solo, and The Traveling Wilburys. Skipper Smokehouse, Saturday, October 14th. Doors at 5, Music 6 Sharp. Tickets at 813-238-8001 or WMNF.org. This is the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF.
trash version of Shania karaoke Right now she's probably saying I'm drunk And he's a thinking that he's gonna get lucky Right now he's probably dabbing on three dollars worth of that bathroom hole Oh and he don't know That I dug my key to the side of his pretty little souped up four-wheel drive Called my name into his leather seat I took a look at his story to both headlights A slice to hold it out four times Maybe next time I think before he eats you I might have saved a little trouble for the next girl I call the next On Instagram, follow Big Gay Radio Show. scientist that don't impress me much so you got the brains but have you got the touch now don't get me wrong yeah i think you're all right but that won't keep me warm in the middle of the night that don't impress me Okay, so you're Brad Pitt. That don't impress me.
Show only on 88.5 WMNF.
88.5 WMNF Tampa. Good morning. I am show. I am your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show. Chris Gorman, joined by the beautiful Esme Russell and Brian Hankson. Hey, hey, hey. You're our show twink or the show's show twink? I'm something. <laughs> uh, I'm feeling like the bottom of the group today. Well, there you go. That's what I'm feeling. <laughs> Anyways. So much bottom energy on that side of the studio. If there is. There is a lot of bottom energy on this side of the studio. But you know what? There's more on the other side. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, considering how the other has a legitimate woman looking at me with, you know, boobies and everything. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I get asked a lot if I'm a bottom. Esme, are you? Okay, I actually, is this, yeah. is, is this, is this, okay, is this too personal? Are you a bottom I'm or a bottom. You, do you use it? No, I'm a bottom. Thank you. Hmm. Okay. okay, I'm sorry. But, but, I'm but so you know, sorry to there, ask. So, you know, it's not like invisible. You I know, know but I was, yeah. I was just asking. Yeah, do you, I, I, I don't like the word do I use it, but it's it's there. It's part of it. Yeah. But it's not for poking. It's not for fucking. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's part of it. Come on now. You got to drive the stick shift to get inside the, you know. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. You can't just say, you know, no. You know, and I've always been, I've, I've always been one of these trans women that I've been very particular about that. That I, and I tell this to the young trans women, unless they have issues, some women, some trans women do. If you do, then that's fine. But if you're okay with it, when somebody's with you sexually, they should love all of you. Mm-hmm. Whether you're a big girl or or a big boy or, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I agree. You, you can't just ignore, you know, it's like if you sleep with a large woman, for example, but you're just going to use her and not love on her. Does that make sense? Yeah. You got to love a person fully for all who they all that they are. Right, yeah. And that has nothing to do with being masculine or feminine or boy or girl. That has to do with that showing respect to someone's body mm-hmm. in a loving manner. Exactly. To bring them pleasure. You know what I mean? Amen. So, yeah. And I'm I'm all about that. This just in. Esme Russell is a bottom. <laughs> uh, but I am a bottom, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So and love it and love it, girl. <laughs> like, girl, as you should. As yeah. you should. I mean, and should bo- and you know, thing. bottoms are so important. I always get mad at the gays when they go, "Oh, she's a big old bottom," and I always say, "Don't do that. Don't call somebody. Don't that. disrespect the yeah. bottom. Don't disrespect mm-hmm. the bottoms. Because being a bottom is a hard job. Oh yeah, someone has to do it. Mm-hmm. Somebody's, somebody's got to do, do it. Somebody's got to do it. I mean, mm-hmm. you got to put in the work. You got to clean it. Then it's a lot of fun work. stuff. Being it's, a bottom it's a is a lot of work, and show respect for the bottoms. We you know? we we we. I I uh, work the indoor plumbing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And if they work the indoor plumbing, you got to work the outdoor plumbing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Come mm-hmm. on now. So, so we, you're awfully quiet over there. We broke him. <laughs> no, we didn't. Esme, I'm gonna let you finish that. Are you, you got it. anything else to say no, about that, about putting it down, picking it, it up, and flipping it and reverse that, it? That's it. That's, that's it. That's it. We're good. <laughs> Anyways, we're joined by Lilith Black, Hello. non-binary uh, 
entertainer if you extraordinaire. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you. We are we are very glad to have you. So prior to coming on, or excuse me, not coming on, prior to the couple segments ago, I should say, uh, we were talking about non-binaries and their role within the community and everything. Yeah. Um, so would you say that as an individual... Do you think that you have had less opportunities saying that you have identified as a non-binary individual or do you think that there has been, you know, more presented because you are non-binary? So uh, it's a very complicated topic, especially when the fight that we're having right now is getting a lot of people to understand uh, our community as a whole who might not necessarily be on our side. So when you think about optics, it is a good look to have someone they can relate to. So say, like, a cis male drag queen is a good stepping stone for a cis straight person who doesn't know anything about the queer community to be introduced to us. So yes, when I'm working with a lot of groups, I'm very often passed over as the person to be delivering the message or the to to even really be involved in a lot of things because i i can be jarring to a lot of people it's not just that i am a non-binary person but like i i very much treat gender loosely and many people who may not know about our community might just by seeing me be turned off so i do understand why i may not be getting the same opportunities to be involved as some of my either binary trans sisters or my cis sisters. Um, but it's kind of lit a fire under me to create my own path. That's actually why I'm doing a lot of the things that I'm doing, um, competing in pageants, trying to build a platform of my own because convincing people who aren't part of our community to be accepting of me isn't my job. I'm really just here to represent for non-binary people, queer people in general who might not have that space or might not have someone that they see themselves in because we do represent a very small portion of the community. Then that's a that's a very important thing that you you bring up because you are exactly right. Um, something that a lot of people don't necessarily understand is the idea of representation um, within all elements, including from drag stages to a uh, theatrical stage. That's why um, drag performers such as you that identify outside of the traditional binary are, is very important. That's why um, shows like Hamilton mm -hmm. that showcase... Um, black individual actors in a in a theater that is traditionally been very white centric so it, it's good to have that broad range in terms of of what you can experience because you're exactly right there is a small segment of the population that do look at what you're doing and identify with what you are doing and want to do it as well and continue to do it and they should have somebody that they feel represents them as an individual it's not something i thought myself was even that important just because i 
like we were talking about earlier, when you are a, a trans person or a non-binary person, your reality just seems intuitive to you. It's not something that you think you need to educate people on. Yeah, it's and very normal. You get out in life and it's you realize... My, it's my normal, though. Exactly. And this is your normal. But then but you I'm get gonna, out I'm in gonna, life I'm and realize how many people on, don't know that. I'm going to correct you on something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very humble of you to say that you think the, that there's probably a small group, that you're a small group. But I think there's a lot more non-binary people than trans people. I meet people all the time, gay men mm-hmm. and women, that I don't think they know they're non-binary. <laughs> I think that's uh, a larger discussion we definitely need to... Isn't that... Don't you feel that as well? I, I think have that definitely is, got a lot of that. That definitely mm-hmm. is, a, is part of the discussion of where does gender be defined? Is gender not a spectrum? Can not... All, like, can you not be a, a cisgender man and have some effeminate characteristics? Like, can I not, you know, I, I mean, I shave my entire body. Mm-hmm. That's something that a lot of women tend to do as well. They shave their, their armpits, their leg hair and all that stuff. Is Does that mean I'm transgender and that I'm womanly because I shave my body? Absolutely not. But is, but you're embracing feminine. It's things. embracing or, a or, feministic or, or, thing, or you're embracing things that were traditionally <clears throat> accepted by society as feminine. Exactly, because nothing is really feminine or masculine. I'm, gl- I'm yeah. so gi- glad you brought this we're up. We're just giving them those labels yeah. because I think that's what most people are having trouble with is they yeah. look to the language and they but they don't realize that we made that language to fit yeah. people who existed anyways before that language existed. People. Just were. Yeah. They they were outside of the idea of masculine or yeah, feminine, yes. or they were masculine or feminine. We're but trying to label they just people. And I think that once people get to a better understand, like once we get more people on that understanding where you can, like, I am non-binary not because of, like, what I do or how I present myself, it, but because of who I am. Because how you feel. Exactly. And, like... I I am feminine in a way that is very different than, say, a cis gay man might be feminine. I'm quite hairy. I have a beard. I'm not... But, like, kind of like I was saying earlier, I'm feminine in a masculine way and then masculine in a feminine way. Yeah. Which Mm -hmm. confuses a lot of people, but the, the thing that we need to get at is, like... Why does it matter to anybody who yeah. is not how you like, express your identity? Yeah. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah, labels well, I, shouldn't matter. Well, I've been saying that exactly. about trans people my whole life. I say, what is the big deal about somebody that's born male living as a female? What is the big deal? I mean, yeah. why is it not? Then, why can't I do it? Why yeah. does why does it have to be scrutinized? And as many as you say, it's it's a very small part of you to begin with. Yeah, the trans exactly. the non-binary part is a very There's small so part. There's so much more of interesting things. Absolutely yeah. correct. Yeah. All right. And we're going to learn more about those interesting things because I want to get your coming out journey um, in the next talking segment. So um, let's go. I got a question, too. Oh, well, then ask your question then. (laughs) Do it. um, I got to always reflect on on softball because it is a gay softball league. Uh, On my team, I did pick up um, a trans person. (laughs) They are... um, 
they are female to male, so they identify as male. Uh, I did pick up his friend, um, who I do believe is is non-binary, and only for the simple fact that he paints his nails, his his fingernails and his toenails. Um, I, I I don't want to be that person that's like stereotypical that I think that oh um, just because he paints his nails, I think he's non-binary. Is how how would you identify someone who is non-binary? Uh, and it's not that I don't want to ask this person. Mm-hmm. I I probably eventually will, but I, I I feel like I pick up on that he's non-binary because of the fact that he paints his nails. But um, how is that just one? part of what non-binary people do or how they identify themselves or express themselves. A big part of what will get everyone to the point where we are just a little bit better about this is uh, understanding that like gender identity and gender presentation are completely different things that don't necessarily always line up. So I know a lot of people who identify as non-binary who from the outside world, you could see them and mm-hmm. think they fit in a binary box completely, but it's just not how they identify. It's just not who they are. Um, and then the same with like binary people. Like I know cis men who are men who are men who are men who like use male pronouns, and they <coughs> wear extremely long hair, dresses, makeup nails painted can even be feminine yeah yeah, yeah. extremely be, like like could even be you would pass by them and maybe think they're a woman but mm-hmm. he goes by he and like that's i think the key is like you really just with nobody can assume and i think that's where we're getting is like yeah. everyone will just and why stop. do you need to assume mm-hmm. you know there, right. there's no point just let people live their lives if you don't if you want to use a pronoun just use they you know, I do they're that. default nobody, to they if anybody, I don't know. Anybody who has an issue with they pronouns just has issue with grammar in general. Yeah. So let's go yeah. into the um, the gay new the good news because um, we've been talking a long time and we missed our cue. So let's go ahead and do some good news and then go into a little bit of music break on eighty eight point five WMF Tampa. Tampa Bay, this is Christopher Gorman, your show twink with the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here's your good LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In California, California Governor Gavin Newsom is set to sign a law that would forbid schools from banning LGBTQ plus inclusive books. The law also requires schools to have trained staff to help LGBTQIA plus kids and reiterates protections against forcibly outing LGBTQ plus students to possibly unsupportive parents. Any school that violates the law could lose state funding. In Kentucky, a federal jury has awarded a large sum of money to a Kentucky couple who sued former county clerk Kim Davis over her refusal to issue marriage license to same-sex couples. Davis, the former Rowan County clerk, drew international attention when she was briefly jailed in 2015 over her refusal, which she based on her belief that marriage should be only between a man and a woman. A jury in Ashland, Kentucky, 
Turkey awarded David Ermold and David Moore each compensation after deliberating on Wednesday, according to lawyers for Davis. The United States Supreme Court declined to hear an appeal from Davis's lawyer in the case in 2020. In Tampa, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer Carl Nassib, the NFL's first openly gay player to play in a regular season game, announced his retirement on August 6th. Nassib came out in 2021 while with the Las Vegas Raiders. He spent last season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The 30-year-old Nassib, a third-round pick by the Browns in 2016, had 25 and a half sacks in seven seasons with Cleveland, Las Vegas, and two stints in Tampa Bay. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your good LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi, everyone. This is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Saturday the 16th, it's time for Tea and Trivia with Found Family Collective from 4 to 7 in Tampa. The Trivia Master, Andy, has general knowledge questions ranging from history, pop culture, music, and even some Tampa lore. Get more info by visiting the Found Family Collective's Facebook page. At Metro this week, tonight at 6 p.m. is Youth Nights in St. Pete. Then on the 19th is 50s or Better Men's Meetup at the Metro St. Pete. And then on the 20th, both the trans-masculine and the trans-feminine support groups meet via Zoom at 7. Get all the details by visiting metrotampabay.org. The Tampa International Gay and Lesbian Film Festival's 34th anniversary is almost here. The Tampa edition will take place October 5th through the 8th. The film selection dates and times are in the program. October 5th through the 8th. The film selection dates and times are in the program coming soon. Get all the info by visiting them at TIGLFF.com. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More info at TampaBayGay.com. Leave a lasting wake of good when you put that boat or other watercraft you no longer need behind you. WMNF accepts all types of vehicles from cars, trucks, RVs, boats, and more. Learn more at WMNFCar.org. WMNF is more than just 88.5 FM. You can also find us online at WMNF.org. Check out the latest news stories, how to volunteer, future WMNF concerts, stream live or the latest episode of your favorite music shows, and more. And of course, you can always show your support and donate by clicking on the tip jar. Explore your community at WMNF.org. Top of the morning. We are WMNF Tampa. Listen on air at 88.5 FM, online at WMNF.org, and on the free WMNF app. Now here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Don't wish it away.
Just stare into space Picture my face in your hands Live for a second without hesitation And never forget I'm your man Wait on me, girl Cry in the night if it helps listening to the only LGBTQ radio show in Tampa Bay. The Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF.
When you mix two gay guys and a trans woman, obviously you get the best gay radio show in Tampa Bay. This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF. In this nice, we start across the bows. You take the high road once again, and I'll take the lows. I see the sadness in your eyes now, and it's difficult to swallow. Got out before the snow Cause you to stay for one more night But that just rocked the boat I know I should have done the math But it's still hard to let you go But I know I'm not the only one To fall for all the lies That we were living in a house of cards So I can't be surprised when I'm Shoot the messenger See a 
social with us. Like us on Facebook. Just search for The Big Gay Radio Show.
The Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF. Christopher Gorman, and this is your LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In California, California may soon lift a ban on state-funded travel to states with anti-LGBTQ plus laws and instead focus on an advertising campaign to bring anti-discrimination messages to red states. California started banning official travel to states with laws it deemed discriminatory against LGBTQ plus individuals in 2017, starting with Kansas, Mississippi, North Carolina, and Tennessee. Since then, the list has grown to include a total of 26 states, most of them Republican-led, following a surge of anti-LGBTQ plus legislation these past few years. The prohibition has prevented elected officials, state workers, and university scholars from traveling to more than half of the country using the state's money. This has posed a significant challenge to sports teams at public colleges and universities, which have had to find alternative funding sources to pay for their road games in states like Arizona 
in Utah. It has also complicated some of the state's other policy goals, like using state money to pay for people who live in other states to travel to California for abortions. In tech news, Lyft says it's ramping up its efforts to provide women and non-binary users worry-free rides, whether they're the rider or the driver. The ride-hailing company said Tuesday that it will roll out a new feature called Women Plus Connect that will give women and non-binary riders the ability to match with more women and non-binary drivers. The CEO of Lyft said in a press release that this feature gives women and non-binary individuals the opportunity to earn more money on their terms. In the press release, it says that by giving women and non non-binary drivers the option to be more selective when it comes to who they're matched with. The company is creating an environment that allows women and non-binary drivers to feel more confident. Lyft said the feature will exclusively roll out for early access in Chicago, Phoenix, San Diego, San Francisco, and San Jose. The company will soon add the Women Plus Connect feature in more cities. In Florida, a new Florida law restricting health care for transgender individuals can still be applied to adults while it's being challenged in court, a federal judge ruled to September 11th. Judge Robert Henkel, who previously blocked the law's enforcement on behalf of minors, ruled that adults seeking to expand his injunction haven't proven they would be harmed until the case is resolved. The law signed by Republican Governor Ron DeSantis in May bans any transgender treatment for minors and requires transgender adults to give consent for treatment in person and with a physician present. Florida is one of 22 states to adopt a law in the last few years banning gender-affirming care for children, but unlike others, the one signed by DeSantis also has provisions aimed at care for transgender adults. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Saturday the 16th, it's time for Tea and Trivia with Found Family Collective from 4 to 7 in Tampa. The Trivia Master Andy has general knowledge questions ranging from history, pop culture, music, and even some Tampa lore. Get more info by visiting the Found Family Collective's Facebook page. At Metro this week, tonight at 6 p.m. is Youth Nights in St. Pete. Then on the 19th is 50s or Better Men's Meetup at the Metro St. Pete. And then on the 20th, both the transmasculine and the transfeminine support groups meet via Zoom at 7. Get all the details by visiting MetroTampaBay.org. The Tampa International Gay and Lesbian Film Festival's 34th anniversary is almost here. The Tampa edition will take place October 5th through the 8th. The film selections, dates, and times are in the program coming soon. Get all the info by visiting them at TIGLFF.com. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More info at TampaBayGay.com. The car you're not using anymore, it's seen a lot of sunsets. Give it a new life and help WMNF by donating it. WMNF accepts all types of vehicles, including cars, trucks, boats, and more. It's easy, and it could mean hundreds of dollars in support for WMNF. Learn more at WMNFcar.org. Grab your finest leather and lace as WMNF presents its Halloween Ball 2023. Starring Sleeping Pills, Romeo Blue, Offerings, DJ Mike Hendrick, and your host, Nicole Azar. Plus, a special costume contest for all you ghouls and gals. The Haunting takes place on Thursday, October 26th at New World Music Hall, 810 East Skagway Avenue, Tampa. Tickets 18 advance, 20 at the door. Go to WMNF.org for more info. Hey, this is Latrice Royale from RuPaul's Drag Race, and you're listening to the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF.
This is the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF. It feels so real, but nobody is here when I wake up. Do you know my name? The devil's in the detail. I'm a natural born isn't just one day a year. That's why we're celebrating all year long. This is the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa Bay. I got tired sitting around I quit my job now leaving town Oh, oh I was done being busted money hold me down oh, oh. 
88.5 WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Gorman. I am your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have about 23 more minutes of our show left. We have been joined by the illustrious Esme Russell. Yes, that's me. Thank and you. the bitchy Brian Hinkson. No, yeah, to use another B word. Yeah, there's other that B word. What other B words are there? Audacious, brilliant. Uh, don't give yourself too much credit, buddy. Badass. I've said that before. <laughs> I I haven't. I I don't think I've called you bitchy before. The bitchy Brian. No, uh-huh. I like it. I like the bitchy Brian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've also been joined by Lilith Black, a uh, non-binary entertainer of sorts. Hello. Welcome, welcome. So, um, in the previous talking segments that we have been talking to you about, um, you've given us a little bit of insight about non-binary individuals and uh, sort of what it means to be non-binary and be an entertainer as well. Um but I want to sort of look towards the future. Um, and if, if if in a perfect world you could change something about the various organizations that we have within this community around here, what would you want to have them sort of do for non-binary individuals to make them more inclusive for your community? I think it's less of a conversation about action and more about where representation matters. It's great to talk about like giving non-binary people opportunities to be seen and heard and educate others, which is what we're here to do. I mean, uh, but we also need to be in positions within these organizations. A lot of these organizations, and, and I mean, I'm not... I don't have, I'm not going to come up with examples. I'm not trying to shout anybody out or make anyone feel bad, but the reality is, especially before now, the queer community has mainly been fronted by cis gay men, and that's a lot of what I see on the boards of most like pride associations, despite them representing for trans and non-binary people, the people who are making these decisions people who are actually a part of like what can make change are still not trans and non-binary. In fact, there's one organization that has separated all of their like trans and non-binary board members. So like they don't even work together. It's, I think the, the main way that we can do better and the main difference, the main thing that will make a difference is putting trans and non-binary people on the boards and having them have an actual say in the decisions that are being made by these companies. Yeah, I I agree um, to a certain extent. Uh, The unfortunate thing is, is that um, there will be people, there have been people that have stepped up in terms of the the younger generation, at least in terms of the next generation. Um, But some of these people are just beyond impossible to deal with. And I've noticed that a lot of individuals have left multiple different organizations, not just one organization that has a high turnover rate Mm -hmm. in this area. And 
I think a lot of these organizations need to realize the problem is within. Yeah. They need to look at their own selves, look at the way that they have been treating other individuals and actually change what they are doing as opposed to expecting others to do so. Yeah. Change is the important idea because you're right. I think there are a lot of people who are very happy with how things are. And when people come in and try to make change, it doesn't surprise me that a lot of like, like I, I know several of my trans sisters especially have tried to talk their way into these organizations or compete their way into these organizations or do whatever to get involved and have hit a brick wall. Yeah. So that is something that we really have to navigate forward around because it, 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 we can't move forward as a community unless every letter of the alphabet is there in the room. Exactly. And um, I really hope that these organizations, not that I'm rooting for them to fail in any sort of aspect, but I do hope that eventually they see the errors in their ways and or other organizations possibly rise from the the ashes of what they have been doing because it is it's really a devastating situation when you have organizations that are supposed to be about inclusivity and about diversity and then they can't even get pronouns right like they can't even um understand what it means to actually be non-binary yeah. So it's, I really do hope that in the future that non-binary individuals are able to have those positions of power. Um, but I definitely think you hit the nail on the head that um, I th- with what you said earlier in the show in that you, sometimes you have to create your own positions. Yeah. Um, and you have to create your own destiny and you can't necessarily allow other people to dictate what you can and cannot do. Um, you know, everything just starts off with an idea. And I think a big part of that is finding a space where you're not receiving that pushback. Like uh, I've had to dance around different circles to find where I have to explain myself the least and maybe am just accepted and understood as I am. And that's where you can make that change because that's where it's going to be receptive. So real quick, because we do have to go into music. Um, in terms of your coming out journey, what was that like? How how did you sort of realize non-binary was the category for you? It's interesting because as like a kid, uh, being born and uh, socialized, as people say, male, I always saw like my older sister was very much a tomboy. Both my older sisters went through that phase. And that's kind of what would always have best described me, even my style as adult and as an adult. But when you're when the world sees you as a boy and you're like, Well, I want to be a tomboy, it's a weird place to go. So I think that that was the earliest sign that I that I was at least different than one or the other was that I looked at these people who were dressing like boys, but in a feminine way, and mm-hmm. I was like, I like that. I don't like what you call me as a boy, I like that version. Yeah. So that was it. And, like, my family was really cool with, with me coming out. It took m- several many years, but I'm very, very blessed to have a family that includes a lot of queer people. So that's really good to hear. The first one. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Well, 
I'm glad that you were able to to give us your experience and your your story. Um, Thank you. And I think that a lot of people found what you have said very insightful. And honestly, it's conversations that we need to have because a lot of people have never had a conversation with a non-binary individual. They don't know what it's like to be something that's not considered quote-unquote normal yeah so i truly appreciate you coming on to giving your unique perspective because it is it's very very needed um let's go into a little bit of a music break this is middle by dj snake right here on 88.5 wmnf tampa the big gay radio show Sweet. 
Hey, Tampa Bay, this is Christopher Gorman, your show twink with the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here's your good LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In California, California Governor Gavin Newsom is set to sign a law that would forbid schools from banning LGBTQ plus inclusive books. The law also requires schools to have trained staff to help LGBTQIA plus kids and reiterates protections against forcibly outing LGBTQ plus students to possibly unsupportive parents. Any school that violates the law could lose state funding. In Kentucky, a federal jury has awarded a large sum of money to a Kentucky couple who sued former county clerk Kim Davis over her refusal to issue marriage license to same-sex couples. Davis, the former Rowan County clerk, drew international attention when she was briefly jailed in 2015 over her refusal, which she based on her belief that marriage should be only between a man and a woman. A jury in Ashland, Kentucky awarded David Ermold and David Moore each compensation after deliberating on Wednesday, according to lawyers for Davis. The United States Supreme Court declined to hear an appeal from Davis's lawyer in the case in 2020. In Tampa, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer Carl Nassib, the NFL's first openly gay player to play in a regular season game, announced his retirement on August 6th. Nassib came out in 2021 while with the Las Vegas Raiders. He spent last season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The 30-year-old Nassib, a third-round pick by the Browns in 2016, had 25 and a half sacks in seven seasons with Cleveland, Las Vegas, and two stints in Tampa Bay. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your good LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi, everyone. This is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Saturday the 16th, it's time for Tea and Trivia with Found Family Collective from 4 to 7 in Tampa. The Trivia Master, Andy, has general knowledge questions ranging from history, pop culture, music, and even some Tampa lore. Get more info by visiting the Found Family Collective's Facebook page. At Metro this week, tonight at 6 p.m. is Youth Nights in St. Pete. Then on the 19th is 50s or Better Men's Meetup at the Metro St. Pete. And then on the 20th, both the trans-masculine and the trans-feminine support groups meet via Zoom at 7. Get all the details by visiting metrotampabay.org. The Tampa International Gay and Lesbian Film Festival's 34th anniversary is almost here. The Tampa edition will take place October 5th through the 8th. The film selections, dates, and times are in the program coming soon. Get all the info by visiting them at TIGLFF.com. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay community calendar. More info at TampaBayGay.com. Ever wish that you could time travel? Well, with WMNF, you can. To listen back to your favorite shows, just go to WMNF.org or the WMNF app. Click on the broadcast schedule under programming and boom, time travel. Go to any show to hear the latest and greatest at any time. It's like DVR, but for your radio, where music, news, and culture collide. WMNF.org and the WMNF app. You can help WMNF now and into the future by donating gifts of stock, real estate, retirement assets, or a life insurance policy. It's easy to leave a legacy of love. Just call Ian at 813-238-8001 or go to WMNF.org slash planned giving to get started today. We're on Instagram. Follow Big Gay Radio Show. Sell away. Sometimes I really want to sell away. 
WMNF Tampa. Listen on air at 88.5 FM, online at WMNF.org, and on the free WMNF app. Now here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Good morning. My name has been Chris Gorman. I have been your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show, joined by my gaggle of gays, Brian Hinkson, Esme Russell, and a super special guest, Lilith Black. Thank you so much for joining us and talking about your non-binary journey. I am really quickly rushing through this because I want Brian to be able to give us a little bit of a last topic. So, Mr. Brian, your category is... The category is uh, dance music. Um, so I got, came upon a uh, Rolling Stone um, list that says the top 200 um, dance songs of all time. And um, I'm going to go through the top five uh, instead of the top ten. But um, number five is Last Night the DJ Saved My Life by In Deep 1982. Mm. Number four is Your Love Frankie by Frankie Knuckles 1986. Number three is Good Times by Chic. 1979. Number two is One More Time by Daft Punk 2000. Ooh, and the that's number a good one, one song I gave you all a hit, it was Donna Summer. It's I Feel Love. Oh. 1977. Okay. All right, so Brian, so, your category is. My, uh, so. 
discuss the, your favorite dance song. I will start with mine, and it was the first song I ever walked into in a gay bar. It was Madonna's Hung Up. Oh, so I'll so. take I'll take the next one. Um, I definitely so this was my workout song when I started getting pumped up to go go dance at Bradley's. It was um, Tiesto's "The Motto." Okay, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lilith, what you feeling? I feel like I'm gonna have a weird answer for this, um, but there's an '80s band called uh, Lords of Acid. Oh yeah, and mm. uh, one of their more popular songs, "I Sit on Acid," is definitely one of my go-to's. Mm. Mm. And Miss Esme, what do you think? My favorite is Donna Summer. I uh, rumor has it into "I Love You." Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, I see a Mr. Slowburn setting up in the other studio. The smooth mouth slow is going to lull us into the wee hours of the morning. Shout out to Slow. He is always one of the best DJs WMF has to offer. Um, I also want to make sure to give a shout out to all of the big gay events that are coming up. Um, various different bingos, bingo events coming up at Quench and um, at Zippers. We have um, on October 24th at Quench Lounge in Largo and t- November 22nd at Zippers. It's at 8.30 October 24th at Quench Lounge, 7.30 at Zippers on November 22nd. It's $10. A $10 donation goes directly to WMNF in supporting the Big Gay Radio Show. And we will truly appreciate your support because uh, it, it means the absolute world to us. Um, honestly, if it wasn't something that, you know, I always wanted to do, this would be something that I've definitely, you know, struggled with doing, but I've loved doing this ever since I started so I am truly appreciative of the opportunity to be able to enjoy myself with you guys every week so thank you guys so much for the opportunity to listen to us as well as hanging out with us and as well as being our guests on our show Um, and I really hope that everybody has a wonderful rest of your night and if you haven't heard it already you are loved you are appreciated and we thank you so much for your support Miss Esme, do you have any last words of advice? Have a beautiful week. Have an <laughs> exceptional week. And a fantastic weekend. Have the week you deserve. Yes. <laughs>